I'm Rina Diptianabil, aka Mommy Imperfect, and you're listening to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, the podcast where each and every week I explore the wonderful world of womanhood with the help of my fabulous guests. I delve into topics that range from the secrets of successful women, period positive education, fitness and well-being for women, and love and relationships. And this episode is all about the fascinating and sometimes complicated world of female friendships. We've got a lot to cover, girl code, mean girls, women supporting women, and what that actually means. So without further ado, let me introduce my guests. It's broadcasters, podcasters, cultural commentators, and sisters, Nikki and Natasha, otherwise known as Two Chickpeas in a Podcast. Hello. Oh, that is the nicest introduction I think we've ever got. Thank that you so really much. I didn't, didn't even think that highly of ourselves. Thank you. That's cultural commentator. I know. <laughs> well, you are girls, so, you know, I just say it like it is. Um, well, it's it's uh, nice to see you again, and not that long ago since we saw each other in the flesh, which is nice. Yeah, exactly. So nice. When we saw you, it was so nice because you were like, hi, and I was like, hi. Really <laughs> I know, cool. it was nice. It was really nice. The last time before that was our last podcast, wasn't it? Yes. Where you, you came over to our house, and we had lovely brunch together. I loved that so, yeah, brunch. Was it the mushrooms? Was it you? you it was yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I got obsessed with those mushrooms. I literally went home and tried to recreate those mushrooms. Like I was like, oh, what did she do? Chili flakes, and there was something else. And like, no, it was so nice. Really and truly, like every seasoning in yeah. the cupboard went in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was nice. Um, so it was nice to see you again. And um, this. I've been looking forward to this, like doing this this podcast and this topic as well. So it's going to get straight into it. Do you find it easier to make friends with women or men? Mm, that's such a hard one. I would say personally, men. I do just get on with them so well. I think, I don't know. Like I just, they're some, sometimes a bit more approachable or do you know what I mean? Like there's just loads of things. I don't think guys think about when forming a friendship with someone. I think if you've got a good vibe, you've got a good vibe and that's all you need. Whereas sometimes girls, it's like, they'll be like, I don't know, nice to your face, but you can tell it's mm. almost like fake energy. Yeah. Like, mm, don't really want to talk to you, but I'll be really nice, you know? Because I don't mm. feel like I get that from guys necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think me too. Like I, I, do you know what, with me, I feel like I can make friends with pretty much anyone. And I have this really good sense of just detecting energy. I know if someone's being slightly weird with me, like, or like if there's something off and then that in turn will make me want to like give more information about myself or less. And then you can kind of gather from there, like how you trust someone or what kind of just by their vibe. But me personally, like my best friend is a guy like, he right. is my absolute best friend and it is completely like we're just friends like there's nothing more to it I have the utmost love for him and he has the utmost love for me but we are absolute besties and then I have my girl best friends too who are my world as well so I don't for me I don't think it's like one or the other I just feel like I'm I'm very much a person that can see like yes men and women can be mm -hmm. friends because there's that notion of oh yeah men and women just can't can't just be friends and I'm like yeah they can yeah, they can. In fact, I've got like, I've got loads of guy friends and one is my absolute world, as is the other one. But, you know, I think you just have to have that 
level of I don't know I think maybe because we know everything about each other as well and we've grown up since we were really young together I think mm. there's always been that level of just absolute love for each other and we just want the best for each other in every single way yeah. I, 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 like- I I used to have like some really good guy friends at uni and work and stuff I don't know why like I nowadays like my really good friends um are I think the closest friends I speak to all the time are women. And I, I think I actually miss having guy friends. I do miss it because it's kind of like a different energy, like you said, and it's yeah. a bit more kind of just uh, straightforward. Like, you know, it's just, I think there's just levels of complication with female friendship sometimes. Um, but Tasha, like with your best friend that is a boy, a guy, um, that if you're in a relationship, does that kind of complicate things a little bit? Or like, is your partner understanding to that? I've had relationships in the past where like they'll be like oh well, that's a bit weird and I'm like that is that person is the least of your worries the absolute least of your worries if you've got a problem there we've got a problem because it's just not it's just not gonna work yeah. out like and I and I every every encounter I've had with someone every encounter I've had that many boyfriends before but you know I let people know like this is my best friend and you can't have an issue because we will have an issue and like because I always know I know that maybe I'm I'm an anomaly in, in in this massive thing where people have a notion of preconception that like men and women can't be friends and they've seen it before where there's loads of jealousy involved. But it's about trust with your partner. If your partner trusts you, you've got nothing to worry about. And and with my current partner, he absolutely he's met him, he met him the exact same day that I met him as well. So there's already that trust there. Then mm-hmm. everyone can see like we are just mates. So yeah. Mm. Um. Some because sometimes, like, I think that. Okay, you've said that you know men and women can be friends, and it doesn't have to be some kind of like sexual undertones going on or whatever. But like you know, like when you get a compliment from women, I feel like it just hits different. Like I don't know what it is. Like especially like maybe it's different for from a guy who's not your friend. But like if even if it's like a woman that you don't know very well, and you get a compliment from a woman, I don't know. It's I feel like I kind of put more weight on that than from maybe a guy who is an acquaintance or whatever do you get what I mean I think it's because like I I know exactly what you're talking about but I think it's because women recognize things that you yeah men don't and they just know the little things that are like important or like hard to do like if your eyebrows they're like good or (laughs) do you know what I mean (laughs) I like a woman notices it's like oh my god yes like I don't feel like guys really care about that sort of thing but obviously like the maintenance that goes into beauty and being Mm. a woman is hard so I feel like girls like pick up on all these like other little things that men wouldn't necessarily do or even like if a woman's like really specific about your makeup like like how you done like a crease in your eyeshadow or something like that. Yeah. Like guys wouldn't know to do that. And that's so nice to get from another female. Like, oh wait, especially for me, because I actually have no idea what I'm doing with makeup ever. <laughs> Everything's like trial and error. And I'm like praying for you the You look best. so good all the time. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Her makeup <laughs> game is so good. I'm like, I've no less idea. is more Tash, less is more. Honestly, less is just... more. And this yeah. is like a girl who has like a full boots like store in her bedroom. <laughs> I'm like not joking. Like it's it's fully stocked like the new products are in there like she's got a full-on boots and I do, I do. it's like I me do. and my sisters my, they have got <laughs> they've got everything 
they put false eyelashes on like every day with their just like with no mirror kind of thing and I'm <laughs> like half an hour later can't get it right so Honestly, I, I still it. <laughs> so, I yeah I think it's like yeah when you get the compliment from a woman like they they just like pick certain things that a guy never could and it's like the best feeling in the world and it's yeah. support as well. yeah. like women supporting women that is my biggest and best that's the be- that's the biggest blessing you could have like yeah when you just genuinely want the best for each other it's the nicest feeling it's just the utmost respect you can give someone and yeah yeah 100 each other down and i love doing that like i'm someone I love to spread the joy, but I gen- genuinely do. And sometimes I'll see a girl and I'll literally be like starstruck and I'll be like, I'll just go up to them and be like, you look amazing. Mm. Look at this outfit, you're killing it. Mm. And I literally would have had like a 30 second conversation with them and go about my day. But yeah. like, I know when I get that kind of thing from someone else, it makes my whole day. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, I try and I don't like fake it, but like, yeah, I, try, I, I will. Like, if I think that of someone, I will yeah. go out of my way to be like, you look amazing. Yeah, it's definitely important to to share that because, yeah, it does. Like you said, mm-hmm. it makes, it completes your day. It makes your day. And I also feel like there's nothing wrong with just letting someone know. Like, some people are so, like, they'll just look at you, like, like side And they won't it's say like, anything. Yeah, they won't say anything. And it's like, just smile. Even just smile, like... I have such a habit of now like smiling at people all the time, no matter who's walking down mm. the corridor. At work, people are so just in their in their like busy lifestyles and everyone's so so fast and blah blah blah. But if you just smile, you see their reaction and it's so nice. And it's just like, yeah, I've just made someone smile and that's a nice thing. Like yeah. it's just good energy. And and that and you can make someone's day. It's like you know, like once um, I put the, this Instagram story up, and I don't really use filters because, like, I don't. It's just a personal choice. Like I never, I just try not to do it. Um, uh-huh. And even though sometimes, even though sometimes I, I'm like, I actually like look like myself with a filter. I'm like, no, let me just not use one. So anyway, so I didn't, and I don't have time anyway. So I just quickly film things and pop them out. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, and then I was like walking down the street and I did this Instagram story. And when I put it up and I thought to myself, I was like, oh my God, I look really haggard and tired. And then like, um, I thought it doesn't matter. I just, it's up there now. And then um, like one um, woman who I really admire and she actually like replied on the story saying oh you look so gorgeous and I'm just like oh you know it, it does make you especially when you're feeling a bit like oh I've got bags in my eyes and you're like that's so nice like because you don't have to put that kind of thing but it does make your day yeah and and yeah like I I suppose like adding to that I think women are the biggest critics of themselves mm. like I think, I don't know, from a young age, it's somehow in us to just constantly critique ourselves at all times. Mm. And it's either like holding ourselves to a high standard or like Mm. there's a beauty standard in like social media or the world or magazines or whatever it might be. And there's always some new sort of like beauty trend or something to aspire to. And it's just a lot. And and then you've got to go to work. Some people got kids. Some people's got like a man, their man's family, their own family. Like there's just so many things that go yeah. go on Women's Day, and your hair and your makeup and your outfit, everything. That's what it is. So much more work than what a man would ever have to do, and it's that much more like time, thinking, prepping. Mm. Like it's just so much of your day. So yeah, when you do get that compliment from someone, it's like, oh my god, thank you. 
for recognizing that hour and a half it took me to get ready for work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? <clears throat> dressing yeah. dressing for the male gaze is very different from like when you dress for yourself or like for mm-hmm. in a way that yeah. other women would would appreciate you because yeah. I'm I'm not I'm gonna be honest like I think that like if I you know wore like skin tight clothes all the time my husband would be like oh my god you look really nice and like if I'm probably wearing like you know baggy jeans and a baggy oversized shirt over it he'd be like what the hell are you wearing whereas someone else would be like wow look at you you look really good do you get what I mean yeah. the male yeah. gaze they'd probably want you to wear like I don't know hooker clothes to look nice or something I don't know <laughs> I, but this is where I will prop Gen Z I feel like Gen Z do it for themselves like the women they're not yes. dressing for they do they're not and I see that so much. And I think, how cool are these women? Like, they're yeah. so cool. Yeah, and I, I do feel I can that. see it even there in their aesthetic, their attitude. Like, you can tell, like, they're dressing for themselves. They're not dressing for anyone else. And I think that's so cool. I'm trying to yeah no 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 it is I, I've noticed that as well also um I just recently recorded a podcast with Anita Bogwandas I don't know if you know who she is but she's like done like a beauty column in uh, the Guardian for years and then she's written this book called Ugly which is breaking down beauty standards and it's just like the things that you've been talking about um so you need de- like definitely listen to that because I think that you guys would really like it it's so it was like such a interesting discussion about why we do all this you know catching ourselves like why are we acting like this like what are we aspiring to be but um but yeah so so have a listen um you know there's i just finished my current book so i'm looking for a new one yeah it's a it's a very thought-provoking read it's really good um so you see like there's that saying um be the woman who fixes another woman's crown without telling the world that it's crooked and I really I, I absolutely love that but do you think that a lot of us actually do that genuinely like how many women actually do that maybe you might but have you experienced the opposite I think we're quite lucky in like the females that we have in our life yeah. I'm very 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 blessed and I know that's not the case for like a lot of women around me like women on women relationships and friendships are so complex because because yeah. women are complex beings full stop we're so and i don't i don't mean to say difficult when i say complex i just mean we're not basics and no offense to men but like like no you don't have the beings that we do no even our hormones are, are a, a, a whole system in themselves yeah. hormones like how how much we've been like oppressed all our lives yeah. in, in terms of gender and mm-hmm. how that still affects us today and and other things as well like um oh god i lost my train of thought just um the patriarchy <laughs> let's throw that in there yeah, patriarchy um our emotional intelligence like there's so many things that make us up and even like um coming back to the patriarchy like the duties like a woman would have mm. from such a young age compared to a man there's mm. so many shared experiences you have and i think there's so much beauty in being a woman mm. so that so those like relationships can get so complex and again coming back to the patriarchy i think the the difficulty that does lie in that complexity is women who are trying to have the same respect and same things as men and sometimes that means you acting like a man and not necessarily like 
a woman mm-hmm. in terms of your warmth maybe towards someone or and it's not necessarily a bad thing either do you know what I mean why is it that men can do an act in a certain way and women can't but can you see what I mean like it's so complex a woman um so yeah in terms of like fixing each other's like crowns and things like that I think yeah like we me and Natasha in our circumstances are so lucky to have like healthy female friendships but I would I would say we both share like trauma from like having gone to school with women or girls who yeah you definitely you definitely find your tribe at some stage in life and I've I've definitely found mine and I won't say that it's always been like I feel like I have always been and I can put my hand on my heart and say I've been a very supportive person friend I love to just big people up and so do you we are very much two people who will continually big people up like no matter how small big And, and that is reflected in my friendships of today like and especially with my my male friendships as well that we've always championed each other on um, but with female friendships, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, I've had like a few where I realized that these, the people that were in my life were, they were not happy for me. They weren't happy for me. Like I was happy for them. Like yeah. I wanted to celebrate them, but they were not celebrating mm. me. And it always made me feel like I was all, always being pulled down or made to feel like what I'm doing isn't good enough or what I, what I value in myself is actually annoying to you. And I didn't like that. Where I was like, my friends now, they celebrate every single goddamn thing about me. Like anything <clears> I do, we all champion each other. We we all celebrate it like it's such a big win. And it can be the smallest of things. And it's and that's when you know, like, oh, these are the people. Yeah. These are the women that are, are supposed to be in my life because you make me feel good and you make me and, and they don't sugarcoat things. They'll tell me if I'm wrong. And we'll tell we'll tell each other like exactly how we feel yeah but the art the the like i said earlier the love and the respect that you receive from people is and what makes you feel good as a person and as as an individual to live your truth and your life other people is it's always going to be the people i want to be surrounded by and if that if that energy is not reciprocated if i'm not feeling it i'll let you know and we can talk it out and we'll move on but if if it if it can't be if if there can't be any resolution it's got to go like we're too we're too grown for this like kind of half and yeah coming back to your your like question and the quote of like women fixing each other's crowns i think Mm -hmm. natasha in your like circumstances like at school in particular i think and and it's almost like hard to sort of like bash girls at that young age because you're still developing you're still trying to figure it out but the case was that I think if you were like too different from one another and you were not like mm. it's like you almost weren't worthy of having your like crown fixed by that person or mm. you being involved you know what I mean like I think now like what Natasha is talking about with her friendship circles like they celebrate every aspect of each other and it's not like we have to be so similar or so the same for that to like for us to be a female unit and work with each other. Whereas at school, I think it's like, you you find similarities with people and you're like, oh yeah, like we're friends and we're this yeah. and we're yeah. that. Yeah. And if you're different, then you're like, oh, like you're not part of our crew or like that's weird or, mm-hmm. and there's this judgment. There's like mm-hmm. massive judgment for mm-hmm. being different at school. Yeah. And I think that's, a, and I feel like that's every generation like throughout like history almost, especially because, Young people don't know shit, do you know what I mean? And I know. Kids, I, I, yeah. 
they are I mean I, I was a bit of a dick at school if I'm honest with you like to some of my friends like I'm sure I've apologized as an adult um I should have probably but you know I wasn't like mean girls but you know everyone's like a bit of an idiot in their own way because you're trying to find yourself but you know we do all know those mean girls at school and we've seen the movie you know and it is true that there is that level of the mean girls thing at school and sometimes I feel like it does carry on into adulthood as well there are some people who grow up and they look back as I'm doing like you know I was a bit of a dick and you know I'm not I'm not saying I'm a perfect person now but you know you learn and grow do you think some people kind of carry on that mean girls attitude into adulthood yes I I do I think there's some people who can't leave high school mentality Mm. behind and it even shows in their clothes and that is me being a bit shady right now as well but there's also (laughs) some people who dress the exact same as what we did in school and we're like in what world does that fashion trend still in like what are you doing um and I don't know if I'm being a bit mean girls right now but like it's an observation it's like a fact almost and I'm just but but that trend might come back and then they were going to be on point by the way (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I see girls still doing like the comb over fringe and I'm like no like that's a trauma we I thought we all left behind and like these flat dolly shoes I'm like babe your back is not gonna like thank you for that that was that was not a good era for me the flat dolly shoes no no but yeah I still see that sometimes I'm like but um yeah I think there's some girls who who learn so much of their life in high school and then that carries out into their adulthood Mm. and then I think sometimes it can be the opposite sometimes I think maybe like a girl becomes a mean woman because maybe there were this sweet innocent thing at school and they weren't treated the best and then you sort of take a lesson from that and you're like well I never want to be treated like that again Mm -hmm. and then you become this mean woman and it's you just putting a guard up and I've seen that across some females. Um, I've seen it in some of my friendships. And not yeah. to say that they're bad people at all. But I think where they've had trauma from high school, and like you just said, yeah, where they've had all this, like, you know, bitchiness towards them, they don't want to take shit now because they can actually finally stand up for themselves. Yeah. And I, I understand where that's coming from. It's not a reflection of who they are. It's a reflection of their past, maybe, or their traumas. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that that is kind of instilled in into them this to this day but I will say that there are people from again childhood from school that were not very nice people that now can look back at themselves and be like yeah I was a bit of a bitch at school I wasn't very nice and they've gone out and actually like I know someone specifically has gone out and like messaged this girl to be like I'm sorry I treated you I wasn't very nice to you I've had that a few times yeah I missed to God a few times and I will say, like, it's true. Like, you know, sometimes when you're going through, like, difficulties at school and stuff and you'll talk to your mom, your auntie, whoever, and they'll say, I I promise you it's because they're jealous of you or there's something about you that they want that they don't have mm-hmm. and they'd rather put you down than, like, lift you up or something. And at the time, you always think, like, you have to say that you're my mom or you're my family or, you know, you just can't believe it. But when, when like, around the time I was in uni or just graduating from uni, those, my mean girls, one by one, I started to have, like, apology conversations. Wow. People, so true. People come up to me in person and say, it's because everyone was jealous of you at school. Like, you were so confident. And that's intimidating. And obviously, like, 
sometimes if you're just be for me in my circumstance I'm just always being me like I don't know how to be any other way um so it's always like something that I I'm like shocked at as well but especially because I think yeah when you're a young person you're either like not paying too much attention to like how you are or you feel so insecure so you feel like you are putting on a front in a way like that's how I felt at school anyway like it's hard being a teenager do you know what I mean and you're trying to gain the confidence (laughs) and do all of that um so for me it's like so weird to hear them say like it's because you were so confident everyone liked you all of this and I'm like really I feel like that's the opposite but it is nice and like I would have had that apology yeah from the meeting. I yeah. I probably feel like I'm I should have issued an apology to the people as well I wasn't bitchy but I was like just you know like in my own way I was a bit like, mm, like I just look back and you know like when you overreact to certain things even like like late teens early 20s and now I'm just like I, I I kind of like you know when you just look and you think wow I've grown so much I would never react in a certain way in a group of girls like that again um so yeah but yeah, it, that's the good thing right there's that thing you've had the realization and you've taken yeah. that away and you've realized that yeah I don't I didn't like that person or that yeah also give yourself the grace you were young yeah yeah you weren't you don't have this intelligent adult mind you didn't have the life experience at the time that you have now so now you can look back and be like okay I wasn't very nice but I'm not going to do that and bring bring that into my adult life I'm not going to make I don't want to send that on to my children I don't want to send that out into the universe whatever like you have recognized that I think there's because I'll say about me I don't think I was mean to anyone but I also didn't I also used to just be the person that just watched and just never said anything. Yeah, passive. I just never said anything. Right. I was always scared that that then they would turn on me. Because oh. I was in a big, big popular group, but I was the one who just didn't say anything. Mm, I, okay. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't even laugh or, or like join in with the jokes. I just wouldn't say anything. And that that's one thing to me this to this day that gets me is that I, I don't I didn't. And I could have probably made a difference, but at the same time, I didn't want to be the one to be like exed out of the group or were you or just a, not as confident, basically? Right, and and I and I did have confidence issues when I was younger, and I think now I'm older. I I really just want everyone. Like I said, I'm a champion. I just want to champion mm. people, and I don't ever want anyone to feel small or shitty. Yeah, like, yeah I just I feel the same. I just yeah, celebrate their differences and like, you know, the quirky people at school that were different yeah people would pick on them because yeah they were different they weren't the same they didn't have the same I'm not even gonna lie that Hanzo mentality where it's just everything is just like you gotta be different or whatever but actually now we want to do celebrate differences Mm. so yeah I would just say like yeah we might have been shitty in the past or whatever that growth yeah like for me like I I wasn't I wasn't bitchy or bullying or anything like that but I feel like I had I was very oversensitive to things and had like you know like mm. overreactions to things like oh my god I can't believe you said this to me like that kind of thing and now I'm like oh my who has the time for this I don't have the time I literally don't that's, have the time now of growing yeah. up though like there's yeah. not something you should be so hard on yourself <laughs> about it's like at that time like time it's so weird when you're growing up it feels like time is like the slowest thing ever and then you're an adult yeah. and it's like and you physically don't have the time as an adult to care about all those things no. yeah and like the older you get the there's more and more things to give less less of a care about do you know what I mean so <laughs> yes it's, 
Yeah, not to be super hard on yourself. But like, cause... what else was going on in our world at that time? That was probably the biggest <laughs> thing in our world. Like, and that's so true. Yeah. You said that my tr- my top was too blue instead of like baby blue when I was running navy. <laughs> like, you know, that to that to us is like the biggest thing. Like, how could you MSN log on? Like, you know, <laughs> also think as well because time does move slower when you're younger. I think yeah. that maybe comes from a place. My guess, anyway, comes from a place of like fear of like how much something will stick. So if someone says like one comment about you and it's mm-hmm. funny, they're like, oh fuck, is this going to be all of my year nine now? Like, I'm just going to hear about this. Like, and that could be the case because people yeah. really don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like that could be your whole year nine done. <laughs> you got yeah. one nickname, done. And, and, and it's still the same like that because like, um, like two of my kids are in secondary school now. And, and it's funny, like we have conversations about like, friend groups and things like that and they'll have, be like oh you know like she was one of the popular girls and so you know they're still that thing and I'm like oh my god like you're not defining yourself you're defining yourself oh I'm not popular or I'm just with you know the the normal people the average people but she's a popular person uh but these are the people that are a bit you know don't talk to anyone so there's these kind of groups there there always are right it's just interesting yeah. listening to their conversations I'm I'm Feel like we need to do another one with them and find out all the I know. Like, what is going on in the social school scene like what is it like now <laughs> yes yeah mean girls 2023 <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> have, have you ever um have you kind of experienced um friendships where you know the green-eyed monster is kind of a part of your friendship as well like you people aren't genuinely happy like because I think you mentioned Tash that you sometimes you've cut people off like have you have you had that instance where it's like someone's actually not happy when good things happen to you yeah and it's sad because like I still like I still appreciate the times I've had with this person like she was a big part of my life until we weren't friends anymore but like it was just always in the back of my mind that this person's not happy for me this person's genuinely not like you're not celebrating my wins like I was at uni and I had a radio show and like people from, I would message people about this radio show and they would tune in a lot. Like a lot of, a lot of weeks, my friend from like my best friend who lived in Dallas, like she would make the effort with the time difference to like message me about it or listen or put it on a Snapchat or something. And I'd be like, oh my God, that's so nice. Like random people were listening to me. This is just one example, right? Um, But she would never just turn it on. And I'm like, yo, I live with you. Like, just turn it on. Do you know what I mean? It's just small things yeah. like that. And it, it obviously there was so much. And I don't really want to get into it because I obviously like I'm not like I'm happy. If, I'm really happy at where she is in her life now. Like, you know, I hope, hope she's happy and whatever. But like you realize who who is meant to be in your life and who isn't. And she wasn't. And you, it's always telling when like you hear it because like you love all of my friends. My friends are my family. And this girl was never part of my family, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, Nikki didn't like her. Did you not? Were you not? Was that a thing? You just didn't get. I I just honestly was thinking. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. I I think when Tasha was at school, I didn't like any of her friends. I never understood yeah. her year group. I never understood Tasha so much. Tasha could have been a cookie as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like she was. She totally, totally was. And I think like you're young, and it's the people you're around, and like it's it's how you're le- you're learning, isn't it? It's it's hard. 
Whereas I feel like I was always such a social butterfly and I actually always saw the beauty in different like groups or different types of personalities. And I'm just someone who's like a people person. I'm so fascinated by people all the time. Mm. So I appreciate so many different people's like qualities. And I think it was probably to my benefit that I was such a social butterfly because I was at one point um, like really good friends with the mean girls in my year. And I I, wa- I always wondered, pe- did people perceive me as that? Because but you weren't though. This is the thing. I remember you I was in the crew. Like, Nikki I was, was in the crew. She was in yeah. the mean girl crew, but yeah. I never viewed you as one of them. And I, I hope not Even as well. as prom photo i hope you don't mind me mentioning oh, that. i hate that prom photo. there's a prom photo and they all look like the fucking bitches of hounslow <laughs> except for you remember you had this like you had the whole look going on and I was like, she got a halo around her in the picture <laughs> no, do you know what to be fair you did look a little bit bitchy but i was like because i know you and i'm just like i'm not what are you doing, are you doing there like you don't need to be in that photo no, I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm so sad <laughs> Confused while there, like I'm confused. I think as well, like I was transitioning out of that mean girl group. By the time we got to prom, I was I really didn't want anything to do with them. But obviously, when we started this journey and all the stuff, like I was still quite good friends with them. Mm. Anyways, I always wonder if people ever perceive me as this mean girl because I, I used to hang out with them when I was younger. But mm. I do think it was to my advantage um then and now having been such a social butterfly like I I honestly just think people can be so amazing and I just want to be around that if I can be around that yeah no I, I see what you mean you know like I was just thinking as you were talking that like these kind of roles that we take on when we're younger like oh you know I'm in the popular crew or I'm with the me girls but I'm not a mean girl or oh, I'm the clown because you know I have to be because I don't feel that confident about my appearance for example you know some like that was kind of me in a way um and they, they stay with you actually I think because I I was swear to god right I always thought to myself I always thought oh you know I'm friends with these really pretty girls because some of my friends who are very good friends um with me today have been you know those people that were literally born beautiful and carried on being beautiful (laughs) and I felt like I wasn't and I felt like um I just had to like grew into myself I've I've had the same nose since I was like seven years old and that takes a time to grow into this nose right so that should tell you everything you need to know and um so I was a bit like oh you know I'm, I'm I don't fit this kind of pretty popular girl and I bet I have some kind of personality like I've always had a personality but you know that that kind of stayed with me to the fact that when I was got together with my my husband um I was kind of like said something along the lines of like oh you know obviously you're with me because of my personality not my looks really isn't it and he was like no I'm with you because of your looks and I was was that's a backhanded compliment but I was a bit like oh like am I that person like you know because I thought it was all about like you know I this personality and I'm not an attractive one of the pretty girls and and so it took like it being into my 20s for this to finally get out of my head do you see what I'm saying I'm so glad you said this I was thinking about this earlier today and just like a lot recently in my life about how I perceive myself Mm. and like I'm on a journey at the moment like I'm trying to start a self-love journey because I've just been hating myself like ever since I've been 
stems, it stems from school. Like, honestly, it stems from school. And I, I would say, like, overall, I had, like, a really mostly, like, positive school experience. I, I always just remember laughing so much. But how I perceive myself is honestly because I was made to feel ugly at school. And I swear that has stayed with me. Like, and I, it's to the point if someone compliments me, I just think, you're saying that because really you want to point out something that's like wrong with my look or this outfit or something but you're using like a backhanded compliment or you're just saying a compliment but really you want to say this and like my thinking I know I'm so weird and crazy but that's how like messed up my thinking is because I honestly and it's not even necessarily by women at school like I I Mm -hmm. honestly feel like by the boys as well like boys can be shit Especially if you're an Indian girl, yeah, yeah, I've got more moustache than you, bro. Why the fuck are you putting it out? Like, I just like, <laughs> why do yeah. you need to tell me? No, there, there, <laughs> there, there was a certain look that um, Indian boys would go for. I don't know what it is now, um, but it was very much like Ashwarya Rai, basically. So very like you know, size eight, light eyes very kind of like you know sharp features very fair uh to the like you know the white or the better kind of thing and I wasn't that and you know like I said some people like other friends who I was at for instance at uni with even did look like that and so obviously they got a lot of attention and stuff and I was just like okay I don't fit that and and you know that does stay with you and it's like you said that that thing of like you're very made aware of the fact that you don't fit that mold and that's what people are looking for which isn't a nice feeling to feel like weird like what your teenage brain does and I I talk about this so much as well actually like how much importance I give to my teenage brain (laughs) voice I give it such significance even though teenage me didn't know shit didn't know shit about the world like that has learned so much since then has come such a long way since then but I hold that version of myself so high almost like it's my truest self and that makes no sense whatsoever but it's just it's weird what happened. So yeah, when you said like, oh, you, you, about your husband being with you for your personality, not your looks, that stemmed from you feeling like no one would be with me because of yeah, my looks. Yeah. I feel like that all the time, all the time with men. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, if anyone says I'm beautiful, I'm like, you're fake, get out of my mind. No, <laughs> see, I, I think it's time for some rewiring. Yeah, yeah. The the self love journey that you talked about, you know, I think it's. I think so. I also just think it's been the pandemic, and it was it was a really really weird like hard time for me. And I think, yeah, like I just know for a lot of people, it was like a spiral for them, and I feel like it's been the for me, and I feel like I'm slowly now starting to come out of that, and I'm really trying to do the work. So like, I'm about to be thirty in November, and I really don't want to have this mindset going into my 30s I really want to change that up even to the point of like when you were asking like oh do you mind if this goes on YouTube like a couple of years ago Nikita and two chickpeas like I don't want my Natasha and two chickpeas too like honestly we both would have wanted it yeah like you because of your nose and me because I just like I don't want to look like Mr. Blobby on like the YouTube telly. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So but, I, I, for, for those of you who don't know, I had a nose job, so that makes sense. Yeah. But now we've gone video with the podcast as well, and, and we're fine to be on video. Yeah. And yeah, you. And you're looking you, good on the video, girls. You are. 
thank you thank you thank you you know i mean obviously this is not the greatest lighting for any of us but some of your videos (laughs) that are out there right the sharp videos it's like i was like these two look at them my god really (laughs) and you and i and i think that like you know this is one of the things that I, i spoke about with anita that so many of us are actually we're wasting our best years we're wasting chunks out of our lives thinking oh my god look at me look at this look at that when we're like 95 about to die right we're going to be like looking at pictures of ourselves crying thinking i should have been like in a bikini 24 7 parading the streets loving myself what the hell was i doing yeah 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 it's so funny you're saying all of this i swear i've had this conversation recently with someone and i i was saying like at 23 i really didn't think like I looked good, I was feeling good, I always just felt like fuggly, or that I allowed this teenage mind mm. to dictate and always tell me I'm ugly. And I look back and I'm like, you were the bomb at 23. Yeah. You look so bloody good. I always say it was the best year of my life. It's the best I felt, like looked. But at the time I couldn't appreciate it. And it's so weird. Like, and it's true, someone pointed out to me and was like, Oh, you think you don't look good now, but imagine you at 35, you're gonna be looking back and being like, damn I look so good yeah but you just can't escape that mentality like and and again coming back to your like earlier question at the beginning of this when you're like oh do you get on better with guys or girls like so I said like guys because I feel like they I honestly am envious of the fact that I don't think many guys think about themselves in the way that we do yeah they can just live their lives so much more freely and probably get more shit done because they're not thinking about all of this do you know what I mean yeah I mean I think I think some of them I think some of them do, but it's not to the extent of how women do. You know, they might be like, oh, do you know what? Oh, this T-shirt's a bit tight on the stomach now. Or, you know, whatever. Or, yeah, I need to lose weight or whatever. But it's not to the extent that we let it rule us, I think. Right. Definitely, like They're able to kind of get on with their lives. Yeah, right. Most of I them. shouldn't like, generalise and say that because there definitely are guys who do. But I think like you said yeah they're able to maybe let go of it yeah a lot quicker than we are maybe. we'll like harp on or really like i don't know punish ourselves or like really like analyze ourselves or just do something really unhealthy you don't yeah i, I personally don't want to use the brain power i have towards these thoughts like i've got more important stuff to do yeah but this is why this is why i feel like it is so important to have strong yeah relationships be especially if you're a female yeah it's nice to have female relationships around you that are so strong and solid because these people and these women are going to champion you and going to only want the best for you you have such great friends you got me my best friend like (laughs) we have we we just constantly will tell each other yeah like what looks good and what doesn't it's the truth and when we when we do something great we really do see the win and we celebrate it and I just think that that's that's the whole reason of I saw yeah probably even with your friends even a bit more than mine like when we did Natural History Museum oh we we did a live podcast at the Natural History Museum a couple of months ago and like Tasha's whole squad like people I hadn't even seen for years unnecessarily met turned up like they show up for your friends and I thought that was so cool so powerful and that was like women supporting women that was mm-hmm. like women championing each other on like everyone's a yeah. queen celebrating you and I thought that was so 
beautiful um even some like work colleagues like took time off work to come like it was just mm. so lovely like i told them once and yeah. it's just that is like that meant That's more so to nice. me than like because it's like it's like wow you believe in what we do you're you appreciate me you're genuine you know you're you're a genuine friend to me and I and I now I know I'm a genuine friend to you like Mm. that you would take the time out of your day and travel and use your money to come and see us so it's Mm. it was really lovely and that's and that's what I mean like and and I and you know even through the podcast that we know when we when we go to things that we we make the effort to travel and go yeah. to these things we've been invited to and take time away from our family and our, and our lives because we want to be there and to yeah, champion to support people. I will say though that you know like with this whole supporting people women supporting women and being happy for each other genuinely and all this I've recently come to realize you know after all these years that um sometimes you know you do have these friends where you're like you're not genuinely happy for me like you we've talked about right um and I want to cut you off because you know there's something in them that they can't they can't be thoroughly happy for you right you know even even me like I feel like I have been sometimes in my friends group the friend who made other people feel better about themselves because I wasn't at a point in my career where they was I was still struggling in my career and they were like way ahead of me so it was like oh you know don't worry you'll get there one day and it was kind of made them feel like okay we're doing good because look at her she's struggling or you know they're living in a uh not great area and trying to get out of it but we've got this you know detached house somewhere and it made them feel better but then as soon as I um started you know kind of climbing that ladder or doing things or having some successful moments I realized it became a little bit like uh I don't know it wasn't the the genuine uh, celebration for me wasn't there and now yeah. and, and it and you do feel a bit like well, you know I'm getting on with my life like why are you not happy for me because I was happy for you genuinely however I've now realized that sometimes it's because they're not in a good place themselves where they're kind of very sad and I and I've, I've yeah I've seen that in people they're going through a sad time to the point where they actually it hurts them to see other people being happy and some people are actually honest about that and say I'm in a sad place and when I see people happy celebrating it makes me sadder and I do wonder if there's more of an emphasis on that from social media and seeing like everyone live their best lives I think it must be so different I mean like I was like the 90s baby who was growing up with stuff as it was coming out like I didn't experience like early adulthood before the internet um but I always do wonder like would be would it be easier for people to be happy for each other when you see each other and tell each other what's going on sort of thing because you wouldn't necessarily see it online like you'd have to hear it from like the person's mouth or something you know then again people would be like oh you're boasting all you do is talk about yourself but it's it's very it's a very like catch-22 you don't know like some people don't know either I don't know like I think I think yeah I think maybe social media like has something to do with it I think definitely that other person being like unhappy as well but I would say you have no idea what's going on in someone's life and and I'm sure it's a cliche I'm sure everyone said it before but it's true and I think it's so much harder to have struggles and still show kindness towards other people it's so easy to give into your sadness and let that overtake how you are with other people your perception on other people or your happiness for them or something it's so 
much harder to be like kind to other people and 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 not let your shit seep in with everyone else's do you know what I mean I think that that is it's massive and I think there's a naivety maybe from those people who are suffering and and do and it's good that they can hold their hands up high and say like I I'm in a bad place right now and Mm -hmm. I hate this I'm the same if I'm going to be like totally honest like I'm a Scorpio and like Scorpios are known to be jealous people. Yeah. And I would say, I would say I am I, I all the time, but I think. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I would say like, I am, but I don't, I don't ever wish bad on anyone else. I think I'm jealous in the sense I like, I hold myself to really high degree. So sometimes I'll be, see someone and they're like, you know, they're doing so well in their lane. And it's not like I don't want them to do well in their lane, but I'm like, how do I do that how yeah, do I get that's, that and that's the thing yeah. like jealousy is not always a bad thing yeah it just means you want more for yourself and yeah. you want to get there too like yeah it's not it, it doesn't jealousy doesn't always have to be oh I'm just jealous and I fuck you like you know what I mean how people can can absolutely be like mm. but I suppose it's what is it's how you present your jealousy like I always feel like I will n- never do anything more than like support other people lift them up and things because really and truly like I believe in karma and I really I the way that I treat people like I do want to be treated like that so I will always think of that even though I could be you know hugging you and I'll be really just that you know jealous that you've managed to get into this great dress that I probably could never wear with my body shape or like you know you just came back off this holiday and I'm here like scraping together money for like happy meal or something I don't know like (laughs) those things can be going through my head but I think it takes a lot more strength um to to still present yourself yeah in a nice welcome warming manner I suppose it and and really and truly like you have no idea what's going on for Mm -hmm. someone they you don't their best life because they want they don't they don't who wants to talk about their worst life yeah no one yeah um you know, even me, like recently, I've, I've been like a little bit anxious, right? And so I relayed that to the girls and they were so supportive and they were like, yo, like whatever you need, we're here for you. And then I said well, what my worries were about and I was like, you know, I feel like I've just kind of let myself go a bit and I kind of don't know what I'm doing at the moment, blah, blah, blah. And we sat together, all of us, and we did life lists. And we basically wrote our name in the middle. And we've done this so many times, but it's just that moment of need when you need it. Everyone just comes together. This is why I love my girl so much. Shout out if you're listening, I love you. We'll sit together and we'll get a three piece of paper. We write our names in the middle, each of us on a separate piece of paper. And there's a branch that comes off everyone. One for finance, one for hobbies, one for travel, one for work. And we we write what we want to do and where we want to go and, and what we, where we, in finance, finance, finance section, like we'll, we'll separate like, okay, bills, phone, um, t- money to go out, blah, blah, blah. And we just like can just see and visualize things so much better. And it makes me be like, okay, cool. My life isn't actually as like mad or hectic as I actually think it is. Yeah. Like you help me see that I have so many things to celebrate that I'm already doing so many things that I want to do and ha- and I now I can visually see it I'm going to look at that mind map and be like oh yeah I want to go I want to go to like Costa Rica so I'm going to go there I'm going to save like this and it's just yeah it's just little things like that that make me so grateful that I have 
people in my life that actually want to spend time with me on me yeah like on me but like with me collectively like I make like my problems actually like a sort of not even a problem for myself but just like a thing that we hey it's okay we're all going through this together and and that yeah. and that can be the beauty in like female friendships and how that differs to male friendships mm-hmm. and I think it's like a known thing I feel like men I don't want to be like too general and sweeping when I say this but yeah like it's a known thing that men do find it like a lot harder to be more openly emotional or they've got like a worry or something like they'll internalize that rather than like maybe go to a friend and be like hey I'm feeling like this and that is the beauty of being a woman I feel like we don't have to think twice like you can pick up the phone to your girlfriend and be like oh I feel like this but then there's equally (laughs) equally I will say yeah that there's like this one male friend I, I have this two male friends I have and if I'm crying I won't call the girls I'll really yeah yeah there's again everyone everyone's different like everyone has like yeah you have different different things but I yeah I will say in general like I your shared experience as a woman no one will understand you like your girls yeah no like they just know you and I'm I'm really lucky like I've got like really really good girlfriends but there's this one like great girlfriend I have who non-stop lifts me up in like the best way and it won't even just be like compliments you'll break it down logistically and I'm like yeah you can't even argue with that do you know what I mean it's just yeah yeah, it's amazing it's absolutely amazing and I I hope boys develop the same like we would spend less time with our Mm. girls (laughs) (laughs) it's it is definitely I've overheard some guy conversations and I've been like you haven't actually spoken about anything that is meaningful to you and I know that you're actually going through something and you've literally just talked about football the entire time like you know like what are you doing and like sometimes you know that it is different like people open up but I think it's quite it definitely is harder for guys definitely like we we can bear our souls and like you know um phone someone up to cry like I I love phoning someone up to cry like it's like you know like I do it's my sisters normally like hello and then start crying yeah. <laughs> and I will say as well like I can do that with my guy friends as well and that's the beauty of and, and my guy friends have done that twice one of my best friends has knocked on my door crying and he just comes in and he just cries and I love it because it's like yeah like cry like let it out like it's okay whatever it is cry it out like and I, and that's the thing why it's so important as well for I feel I feel that like to have male and friends male and female friendships because you can be vulnerable with each other and it just be okay Mm. like and we give that warmth to you like we're nurturing women are nurturing and Mm. men yeah they need a little a little push to just like yeah but i also the thing i enjoy about the male friendships is sometimes how much they don't pay attention to as much of the things that we do like it's not a thing for them and and it's quite nice and refreshing as well like i could be crying about maybe something of the way I look or something. And a guy will be like, I've never once thought that about you. Yeah, they're like, shut up. And, <laughs> and sometimes you would believe a man maybe sometimes more than a woman because yeah. it's like, what what reason would you have to lie almost? Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Not, like, th- that competitiveness is taken out of it. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there is internalised competition. Sometimes. They can, they can be sometimes. 
Um, it's an effect of the patriarchy, 1,000%. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've been pitted against each yeah. other in, like, yeah. so and many ways. Asian and brown. That is it's so deep embedded in us. Like, our right. own mums and grandmas are passing that down and teaching us that because it's all they know as well. Talking it about people, so just talking different. about people. Talking about people for, like, three hours and going, Sanuki, and it's like, well, obviously <laughs> it is because you've been talking about someone for three hours, like... You know, I try, yeah, I, I don't really do that. I try not oh, to do men, that. Men as well, though. Men can also sit there and be like, you know, the auntie, uncle vibe. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've, I was, what we were talking about um, earlier in terms of like females, like being able to go to each other and things like that. And, you know, like men being able to just be open and cry to you and things like that. I feel like men do maybe have the same thoughts, worries and concerns as as we do and obviously we know they don't talk about it as openly as much but I've sat in conversations where I'll sit with all these guys and they might be like really concerned about their one friend and they'll sit and they'll talk about it all to each other and all us girls will look at them and be like okay so why is not one of you telling that person Mm. and that's where it differs a little bit I feel like maybe women do have that little bit more confidence to be like hey girl they're like you okay or be like girl look I'm just gonna sit you down now you're a little bit of a mess. I'm a little bit worried about you, but it's okay. Like we're all here for you. Like you, you do just have that bit more confidence to go mm, do that. Whereas I feel like guys just don't. And there is a bit more like walking on eggshells or like I don't know yeah. how this person necessarily mm. or something. And I, I think yeah, because of how much women do talk to each other, we do have that bit more confidence to be like, oh, I'm just gonna clear up on this really quickly. Yeah, because yeah. I love you. And it's and yeah. it's just coming to a place. Yeah. Do you, do you think do you find that it's difficult more difficult to make friends as you get older that's that's tricky i think yes and no yeah i think you get older and it's like you just like people less and less maybe and Mm -hmm. you're like yo i've got my people that i've been riding with for how long i don't have the capacity to bring another intense friendship like this in my life and i i will say that is definitely the case for me like not that i will ever stop making friends because I feel like I'm such a social person and I love learning from people but in terms of like my inner circle and crew like I don't know if I could take on another best friend like that do you know what I mean yeah I mean a lot of people say that they're like oh I've got no vacancies because it's all full and 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 I used to think like that as well but because I'm obviously a bit older than you guys and I feel like I I feel like you you I've made some really nice friends like female friends uh, recently or like over the last few years and some of them actually through the podcast and you know I, I feel like one thing that happens as you get older is that because you know yourself more and you've evolved as a person so then the friends that maybe like maybe you do have that crew that is a solid crew and you're all different and people accept each other and you're gonna stay together right but then like I say you've evolved and you've got different interests and whatever and different passions and then you meet people who are in within that tribe who yeah. also have that and similar mindset and that can be a really nice thing to connect like that I was gonna ask actually so like me and Tasha are not mothers but did you find that when you became a mother like you had these girlfriends growing up for so long and maybe because your experiences are no longer shared in terms of like you being a mom and maybe someone else not being one do you find there's like a like a waiver like you maybe like grew apart a little bit or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I do sometimes. Yeah, some of the friendships, um, like so. There's two things. So, like, 
um, I feel like some of them we kind of drifted because you know I had two kids as well in very quick succession like my two um, older kids like 18 months apart and so I was literally all I did was change nappies and have kids for a good few years right so that it doesn't leave you much time for anything else and going out is like a military operation and whatever and then obviously that is a very completely different life to somebody who like goes to work every night goes for drinks and stuff and they jetting off and whatever it's very you know you're going on two different paths and sometimes that is quite hard to maintain that friendship because maybe my life seemed very like dull and dry compared to what someone else was doing and you try to be part of each other's lives but some you know I have had friends where they've drifted luckily what's nice is that um I some of my really good friends we all had kids around similar times and that was a really nice thing and you know to see each other kind of grow from like you know uni days going clubbing and then you're there with your prams like you know yeah. so you're evolving into that motherhood role together and talking about things like, oh do you know what I'm not sure about what to do about this my kid doesn't go to sleep or whatever even like you know the teenage issues you can talk about that is really nice but also um some friends who are not mums they have a different um a dif- different viewpoint on raising kids which is actually really valuable because they're on the outside looking in so maybe you know as a mom it's like god I'm so tired my kid's not listening to me I have to do all this oh my gosh you know um I just need two minutes to myself and then somebody from the outside who doesn't have kids you know it they might be like can you not remember when you were a kid you know you felt like this maybe you know we just need you just maybe they need to just be spoken about to this or you know let them do it it's not really a big deal is it you know and that's actually quite nice because they're removed from the situation looking at it with a different perspective yeah 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 and, and I, oh, yeah. I've, I've known uh, and also like there's some friends who like we drifted at the time when I was kind of um you know I had kids and stuff and they didn't and they didn't get married and things like that and then we've gotten back in touch and I think it's like you know it was kind of sad to kind of be out of touch for like 10 years or whatever mm-hmm. but um it's nice to kind of be back in touch and respect each other's journeys as well and that thing of what I'm saying to you is like you know you kind of get an insight into each other's lives but you have a different perspective that you can bring as well it's nice that you could you guys were able to come back to each other as well because I suppose like me approaching my 30s like it's so I have some friends already right now who are like mums and it's so weird to think like 10 years ago, like me and you were like holding each other's hair back, like take it in turns to throw up in the club yeah. toilet. And now I'm like holding your baby and it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I think about like all these next steps and things like that. And I, I was having like quite an open like conversation with someone the other day, like I've, I've got PCOS and I've been told it, you know, you're, you're gonna make, probably like really struggle to get pregnant. And I was like, I really wonder how I'll handle that when I'm maybe watching all my other friends like get married, get pregnant, and maybe I can't do the same things. And I, I, I wonder about how like your dynamic with females maybe change. Maybe you could have gone through like a massive journey with someone your whole life. Because I have seen like some of like some of the mum friends change. Like now they're just really like they love relating to other people who are like mums. So they'll maybe like yeah. get more picky with their mum click mm-hmm. and 
it might take a little more while for them to reconnect with like their day ones or something. Do you know what well, I that's mean? because your priorities change, right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you have an understanding with your friends and be like, mm. my life is different now. Like I still love you, but yeah, I do have less time for you because I need to give my time to my kids. I need to give my time to like, yeah, bringing them up. So as long as you understand, it's nothing on you. But equally, I feel like dynamics and like relationships uh, are changing as well. Like mm. the responsibility my mum had like in raising us actually like I can see my mossy like she gets to share that so much more equally than my mum ever did with her partner yeah and again like so much of that stems down to like culture like your knowledge mm. and stuff like I see my uncle he'll like he'll clean everything Every, like spotlessly like sometimes better than me and I'm like wow like so cool like I just like whoa because growing up I swear I never saw that I never saw like a man lift a finger like do any of that yeah and I I think that is nice like I feel quite lucky to maybe be living in this like day and age where you get to have that bit more like equal dynamic with your male partner because I have seen like my auntie for example like she's like the big, biggest example in my life but she has been able to maintain like her friendships and stuff yeah. like that because she gets the night out she gets she's got like dad and dad duty and she's like yeah see maybe tomorrow I'm mm. staying up with and I love that you get to still be you and like yeah that's important it's so important to be able to yeah. let go of that role and be yeah. like I'm a woman first and foremost yeah because I, I have seen it with my auntie like, it was the biggest lesson. Like, I, I, I was so close to my mossy growing up. And then when she had a child, I noticed the difference in our dynamic changed so much. Our conversations, everything's about the baby. And I love them like my own, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm so in love with my little cousin. But I did just see as a woman how much your life is not your own. She wasn't living for herself anymore. Like, that's the number one thing I saw. Like, mm. like oh, like, my mossy doesn't live for herself at all like everything's for the kids now and it was such a big life lesson in mm. terms of like what I want to do as a woman like my friendships with yeah. people how I want to like carry myself about like I hope I'm not going on too much of a tangent but I just think yeah it's it's so lucky that we are living in a space in a day and age where like the equality between men and women in your romantic relationships mm-hmm. and the responsibilities you have around childcare are being way more shared because I think yeah women you get to carry on being women in that way yeah, yeah. It, it definitely you you do have to really make an effort to hold on to who you are as a mom like even if, whether you have a supportive partner or not I feel like it's obviously easier when you do who's like oh you know what you do you and stuff that's really nice and yeah. you know I, I I'm lucky to have that um so that helps you know not to kind of lose yourself but um, and mm. even for your partner to actually see you that oh you know what this is still actually that person um mm. you know exactly so so that that is that is important and have yeah that maintaining your friendships i think um the ones that you can set mm. helps you to kind of retain a sense of yourself i think so yeah i do think yes. that's important yeah. um I, I just wanted to finally ask you about uh sisters and the relationships that we have friendships that we have as sisters and I really love to look at you guys and your dynamic and I think it's I just I just love it I I literally love it like touch wood touch wood um but you know that that kind of sisters and the friendship that you have have you always been close like you know are you kind of 
you uh, would you say your best friends what you were like oh you always had that and i didn't even hesitate and i was like no and then i oh looked saw tasha's face and i was like is she nodding because usually she always says yeah we've been best friends no i never fucking said that i feel like you do i feel like okay. she says all the time like yes they know so we are best friends but we are we now. are we are we are we are one thousand percent i think like growing up and i don't know if it's because we're like 15 months difference and I don't know if you experienced this with your girls I don't know if we maybe bickered way more growing up because you're so close in age I think especially moms and stuff as well like they're just like everything together like everything the same and you're almost like branded as one person and because we have like a brother like he's obviously the stark difference between us do you know what I mean so I don't know if it was like us like fighting for our own identity growing up that we were bickering so much because now it's like all of that stuff. Like honestly, I would get, I'd have like rage, like angry conversations with Tasha growing up. Be like, you stole my mascara, and I know you did. I know you did because of it's left like this, and now it's dry. And you know how much that mascara cost me, and you're gonna pay for that because I know you used it last, and you didn't screw the top on like properly. Like, my so kids, much- this is literally my actual life. Listening to these conversations. <laughs> Like literally my actual listening to these conversations yeah. now. And so this is this gives me hope that these mm. lot are gonna be all right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. just wait. Just wait till they're like older teens, young twenties, like it's gonna be you're gonna be yeah. so close. Cause they're all girls <laughs> as well. Cause I've I've got a little one who's six. But even because like I'm from one of three girls myself and like and, and I will say like it's different with the little my younger sister because she was she's 13 years younger than me but me and my other sister are three years apart and I she just really got on my nerves because I was like stop copying me oh my god like she was so annoying for a long time until that late teens early 20s where it was like oh my god we're like you know same wavelength we can have fun together this is nice we can tell each other everything you know yeah everything and it is so nice and I would say yeah everything sometimes you don't tell me things and then I find out (laughs) from someone else and I'm like is it <laughs> but, and then I'll be like oh you didn't tell me about this like <laughs> who do you think you are like sometimes yeah like, mm. there is a definitely like there's so many different aspects and I keep using the word complexities but like it's the only way to describe yeah. female friendships and I don't necessarily think that has a negative connotation to it complex is just complex it's not basic and uh yeah i would say like the dynamics between me and tash are so complex and the same way like how she i don't i don't think tasha would ever feel a way to tell me anything and i love that and i always want that to be the case whereas i feel like the difference is like Mm -hmm. i think i could tell her stuff but i am the elder sibling and like there is this little bit of notion in me of like I don't maybe sometimes tell you stuff because I always think like I'm being like the stronger one for the buddy you. The buddy Didi, you're being the buddy Didi, aren't you? Like, yeah, like the big sister. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I do find it easier to go to like other, like my peers outside of this dynamic to like have that bit of advice. Your peers, you go to my friends as well. And then I'm like, like you're just really judgy as you well sometimes as well. Do you know, do you know what, what I mean? Like, I'm not judgy. I think are. I'm I think I'm very protective. Of, <laughs> yeah. I think is. I'm very protective. That's what it is. And and it's annoying to you because I'm the younger sister. Yes. Yes. So she's like, why do you care so much about my goddamn life? Like, mm. and I'm like, I just don't want anyone to cross you or like piss you off, or I don't want you to ever be disrespected. So if that person's gonna has disrespected to you, they need to go. See, and we take it in different ways. Yeah. Like I think I I have like older sister like 
protective qualities that I, and I show that in a different way to Natasha. So like Natasha being like super protective of me in that way, I love, but equally like with Tasha's life, I've never told you what to do. I don't think I've ever, ever judged her for anything that she's come to me with. Mm And I've always wanted that to be the case. Do you know what I mean? Whereas uh, sometimes because of Tasha's protectiveness, I'm not going to go and tell her something because I'll be doing a lot of dumb shit sometimes, you know? So, like, and, and you still have to be <laughs> like the, the, the big Didi and be like, oh, I'm a bit, sen-, you know, uh, you feel yeah. like that pressure of trying to pretend to be sensible, basically, let's face it, because, yeah. you know, that's like me pretending to be sensible when you're kind of not. And I, I just recently stopped doing that, even with my, my younger sister, like, because I obviously care about her so much, like, oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You know, and I have had to stop myself recently because it didn't go down too well because obviously we're now all adults. So right. um, that whole thing of trying to be judgmental and tell people what to do, I've had to stop, just be like, you know what? You come to me if you need me to, let's talk. I will listen to you. And I've had to learn that because both my sisters have probably felt like they maybe had to think twice before telling me certain things because I had that thing of the oh but I'm the elder sister so I'm you know I need to kind of be oh yeah I'm responsible looking out for my parents this that and even though we're close I'm gonna you know pretend that I'm more sensible than I am kind of thing um yeah but uh, what, what yeah. sorry go on no I was just gonna I was just gonna add and be like yeah like it is so crazy like especially with me and Tasha like well like I said before like we take it on in in different ways um but I will say like we love our brother as well but like the relationship we have because we are sisters is is so deep it's so so deep and like I wouldn't change it for anything as much as Tasha is like the one person who makes me want to tear up my head the most you did the same to me no 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 I yes, swear I Tasha, some of the things you do bro oh my god some of the things you do <laughs> have reactions to things like short views you think I got short views she she's just straight with a judgy she'll just be like mm, well that's really dumb of you well you it? you are just like she she's so mean as well like you think I'm judgy she can be really mean she cuts you with her words like and then you sit there contemplating your life and you're like <laughs> yeah the, but the thing with sisters though as well it's like you you know yeah. like say for example like you're not sure about like say for example should I wear this outfit right if you go to your sister this is where you will get the most honest advice because also you 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 want them you're very honest right and you don't want them to let the side down so you're not never going to let your sister go out there looking like an idiot because it's like come on we are family and you're representing you're repping the whole family so no you are not wearing that you look like an idiot yeah yeah I would say and again we have that in different ways like I feel like Tasha's a bit more girly than me and will like want to dress up and stuff a bit more than me and I'll come in and I'll be like that doesn't see you at all or you're better than this or what are you wearing or sometimes I'll even (laughs) sometimes she'll be like I don't know if that'll suit me and I'll be like Tasha I'm telling you like this is the one and she'll be like yeah yeah yeah. like I look sick in this now (laughs) do you know what I mean like I will we'll have that whereas I'm very much like I discovered tracksuit bottoms in the pandemic and I never and she's like oh off. yeah can I just like wear this to like this really grand event we're going to and I'm like no I know that's my problem but since the pandemic I'm like why do I have to dress up for anywhere like I swear it's just like I just can't be bothered to do my hair so I'm just gonna go like this I'm like yeah that's fine if we're going mm. to Tesco <laughs> yeah we're going to like a massive event with like all these people like you can't do that I'm like I just don't care um but yeah we'll we'll have that like honesty and stuff with each other and as much as 
we we can get on each other's nerves the easiest mm. out of everyone I think equally like you know the first person I'll like need for something or want to tell something to is Tash even though it's not like everything I was gonna <laughs> but... say like what <laughs> no but there is like this dynamic between us as well like I I could never live without as much as Tasha drives me nuts but I think again as sisters you can see each other for who you are like Mm. fully yeah fully more than any and you can have friends and things like that but I there's just something about your sister they will see every single inch of you and it's like you can't hide from each other you can't yeah yeah you can't yeah so we have such differences such differences but our similarities that we love to bond on them and we Mm. have like Nikki loves going out I like staying at home like I don't know I'm I'm hungry and tired and you can get hungry and tired actually what am I saying but like but like for example you know we we dedicate time to each other as well and we're lucky to have this podcast because we're so busy in our lives and we we have this is where we spend a lot of our time together and when we are not doing the podcast like we we have to really try and like check in mm. with each other because it's just impossible mm. otherwise mm. and two and even just little things actually like where Tasha was like oh I love being a homebody sometimes it's like a bad thing like I remember once years and years ago there was this really cool exhibition on at the Saatchi gallery and Tasha's like oh I'd rather just be at home and I'm like it's free we're going come on let's go and we had the best day ever we, we had all these little London adventures we had gone and had this amazing food thing here and the exhibition was amazing and then we happened to just turn up to our house party at the end of the day and I'm like Tash none of this would have happened if you was like at home like it's true. In, do you know what I mean like wanting to be we at didn't home. go home till 4am yeah that was crazy and yeah and we were and we were trying to start the day off wholesomely and go to like a gallery and it took us somewhere else and we can equally have or even when we went to Istanbul and like all these different adventures and stuff we had together like it's you guys I think sisterhood is like you're the yin and yang of each other do you know what I mean and that's what it works yeah Yeah. I I feel like I I definitely need to to organize like some kind of sisters trip for me and my sisters because we I don't think we've done that like because my younger sister's like so much younger and now like we're all adults and I feel like it would be nice and we and me and my sisters are so different as well like in terms of personalities and even the way we we don't look we we look very different right mm-hmm. I mean you guys look quite different as well um very different. So different. yeah like I think I feel like me and my sisters are like that but also with our style as well like you know my younger sister is literally like covered in tattoos she's got like you know multicolored hair and my middle sister is like you know very glam and stuff and I'm just me so you know it's I feel like we are yeah it's overdue it'd be nice as adults to kind of like have that time together and 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 we we were saying actually we went to Istanbul last year and we're like why have we never been in a trip away with each other well it's because I paid for you that's why (laughs) 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 we have a great time and we have to do it again (laughs) this time you pay for me (laughs) yeah exactly yeah honestly and we had the best time like and and you are you're just like a different person when you're bored like I think when you're at home you have all the responsibilities everything around you and actually it was so nice to just be away with Natasha and not be like sisters or like daughters to our mom or like sister to our brother or whatever it was like we Mm -hmm. could yeah we're sisters but like we were each other's individuals of really enjoying each other having an adventure as well yeah like, we, we totally did like yeah. you don't we don't do that enough in life i realized we don't yeah. have enough adventures really like it's yeah. just nice yeah. to do that together right 
Yeah, um, one thousand. Yeah. Look, thank you, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on. I feel like we could, I could speak to you the whole night, but uh, that would make it too long. Um, and as you know, I don't like editing, so <laughs> I'm going to leave yeah. it there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. But before we go, can you just tell everybody about your fabulous podcast and what it's about and where to listen, where to follow you? Yeah, sure. So we are two chickies in a podcast. Yes, sisters. So that's where we're in a pod, but we're in a podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, like we are just trying to figure out our lives as young British Indian women and trying to understand what that means today, like how the culture is going to look moving forward, trying to understand our past and just anything British Asian, like we're trying to figure it out really. Um, and we're on all major uh streaming platforms spotify apple and now youtube because we're starting to show the face lovely Uh, yes Yes. so yeah two chickpeas that's like two chickpeas in a podcast we're everywhere so yeah <laughs> lovely so do follow them and make sure you're following at sisterhood on mommy and perfect as well and if facebook is your thing there's a mommy and perfect facebook page as well so make sure you do share this podcast um it is growing and which is really nice but it's like word of mouth so um just share as much as you can with your friends with your family please keep doing that i appreciate your support until next week peace out Bernie. bye